Ching, what? I'm singing like, damn, I'm in the negative already. That's all right. I'm taking the total wussy approach this week. You had hundreds on everything? Yes, I did. <laughs> Just ruined the whole show. Damn. That's amazing. Can't Sims believe it. And Lefko, what is up? What is good? Good Friday morning or whatever weekend day it is that you're listening. This is our big show to look ahead at the games. Uh, Thursday night, we're going to do a little precap again. Sunday, Monday, we're going to make all of our bets. We have our bank. We have our new $1,600 of bleacher bucks. Uh, we're going to kind of go over thing now. But first... Uh, thanks again to everyone that watched the show, and thanks again to everyone that shared that clip of Sean McVay uh, remembering plays, because that thing was everywhere. Mazel tov, everybody. Mazel tov. Sims was a little upset, though, because you nailed a number of the plays, too. It just got edited out. Well, I know. So thanks, Bleacher Report. Thanks for supporting your own. Yeah. What you, would you think of all the retweets? Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. He has no idea. <laughs> all I know... Is I watched the show and I scrolled down the comments, which I was a little scared to do because yep. it's always negative, and I was very pleased to see a lot of positivity. Yep. And that made me feel good because the internet is full of negativity, and to see something like that must mean people somewhat liked it. It's yeah. a good comment section. It is. It is. Uh, man, the Sims and Lefko faithful, the homies have been incredible, and it really is cool. Like, I love when I look in the comment section, it's not just this was awesome, but it's like they seemed more natural than last week. I like the get them segment. And there I'm was like, a guy who commented, I love the show, but disliked the pan of the camera because it made yes. him dizzy. I was like, that's a good production note. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we we we're at a point now where, and I love the DMs too that we get on the Sims and Lefko account or my account. That's like, don't forget us when you go big time. Like I don't think that the Sims and Lefko homies realize that you're the only people that we care about. That's right. Like if you want to be honest, like when people at work are like, I think that you guys should do this. We go, nah, not really interested. But when the homies are like, we like this, we go, okay, we're gonna do that. Yeah, that's the only reason we're we're where we are. Right. To be honest. Right. Uh, before we keep going, yeah, you have uh, some information about yourself. Oh wait, do you guys want to let me open? Yeah, let's that do up. it right now. Okay, let's just get it out of the way. Um, okay, first thing is no. Before we even get there, okay, I think we need to thank Sean McVay. That's yes. the first thing. Okay, thank you, Sean McVay. Sean McVay for taking time out. He's, He's the man, the the young wizard of the NFL, and for the Rams to be as cool as they were, for us to be out there yes. and make their head coach a part of a segment like that, where he was probably like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, we didn't prepare him at all, at all. So he is just it just speaks to him and what kind of guy he is. Yeah, so and, all the people that think we were fake and like giving him the plays ahead of time, what not, he didn't even know what camera to look at. Like he had no, we had five minutes. We're going through the raw footage today, but. We were, we were out there, obviously. Sean walked off the practice field after practice, came over to the cameras, might have had an idea what was about to happen, but honestly, I'm not sure he did. And even if he did know, he had just gotten done coaching practice. Yes. And he just did that cold. Yes. Just off the top of and his head. And then afterwards, he goes, I Lefko. Really, he goes, he goes, he goes, Lefko, great to meet you. I love your work on the show. And I was like, Sean McVay watches us. Sean McVay. Um, hold on. I, I got, I'm going to forward this to... Eh, we don't need to do this. No? Now. 
All right, fine. Let's do it later then. Yeah, it's later. the 23 and me that we talked about the other day. Yeah. yeah. But we'll get so to it. So coming up on the Tuesday podcast, we are going to reveal the bloodlines of Chris Sims, where he came from. And we know there's a 10% surprise. Don't give it away. I won't give it away. You want to know the best part of it, actually? The, one of the funniest things I thought of, I give this part away, is I was like 51% Neanderthal. <laughs> That's an option. It is an option to see if like you're from the like the German Neanderthal tribe, and I was like, "You Neanderthal? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> never would have guessed." I'm very proud of my Neanderthalism. You know how I know you're a Neanderthal? How do you because know? you go, "I'm not going to give away anything. I'm just going to tell you what the largest percent of my body makeup is." <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I'm dumb? I love it. All right, uh, so no, yes, yes possibly. Yes. So now that Fendrick uh, has a little bit more time, he can hang out with us. Fendrick is going to be our bank. He's going to be the casino. He's going to be the guy that when we make our bets, we enter them with Fendrick. So, Josh, do you want to let everyone know where we currently stand? Yeah, I got it pulled up on my computer. So uh, coming off of last week, week one, uh, just a reminder, everybody, they get 1,600 bleacher bucks every week to bet. Uh, last week, Chris Sims, you finished at negative 80 going 9 and 7 in your bets losing Seattle plus 2 and a half for $500 oh, was killed me. That was a bad one for I you. I mean, uh smell smell me later ruined it. I mean, he ruined it. Lefko on the other hand. What no, I mean Von, me Von Miller. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, the he, old spice guy. he ruined it. He ruined the game for me. It's good to see that he's back. He is back. He kind of had a down year last year, yep. but he is back. back. Lefko, you finished up $900. You went 12 and 4 against the spread last week. It's incredible. Well, the only Lefko. games you lost, Giants, Texans, uh Chargers and Cowboys. You got wrong. Your biggest yeah. bet last week, $200 on the Baltimore Ravens minus 7, covered that one no problem. And that's where we pick up this week. So you had a one two hundred dollar bet last week, and you what's hit really it. funny is I think we completely changed philosophies this you week. You did, good. Yeah. Damn it. Yes. All right. I so, didn't like the bets this week. I'm not lying. And I felt really comfortable. Well, that, that means, means it's, it's going side. twelve and four, and Stop. I'm gonna go. No, it does not mean that. Does not history has told us that you're better at this than me. So let's that's just, true. Yeah. All right. Let's get it going Thursday night. All right. Let's go. So Hurry we've up. already broken down Thursday night. So here's what we're doing. If you want to listen to the preview of Ravens Bengals, check out the Thursday morning podcast. Our film. We did a deep dive into both sides of the ball. We're going to do a precap again, but we're going to keep it to like one and a half minutes. Okay. Last week we did twenty minutes on a Thursday night game that already concluded in retrospect not the best idea yeah so sims what happened last night in ravens Bengals? well what happened is the ravens were just they're sick of being bullied by the cincinnati Bengals. it's a new year for the ravens they're a different t football team altogether i mean it's creativity in the offense for the first time uh, it was beautiful to watch and we saw that in week one against the bills i wasn't sure if it would carry over against the cincinnati Bengals, but no it shows that marty morningweg has truly starting to put his stamp on this offense a little bit and this this ravens team is a different team this year yeah they're healthy they are the all kick-ass team if you ask me to take a team in a bar fight right now i'm taking the ravens they got more meat for your buck than anybody i mean so how much did you uh bet on the ravens uh i i bet a hundred dollars on the Ravens. Nice. Yes, I did. And, and it's a pick pick'em game. I do think it's close. The Bengals, very encouraging week one, what I saw offensively, but they fell into the trap again last night of what are they offensively? Yes. I don't know. They had some week one surprises, but they did nothing creative to beat this Baltimore Ravens team. And the Ravens won 23-20. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so I went back and looked, and you know my stat about home teams on Thursday night football. I know. Uh, last year against the spread, home teams were 10-4, and four, but I also looked. 
the last three years of Thursday night football mm-hmm. being up there. Week two, the first Thursday night football game, the road team has won every single one. Yeah. It hasn't really snuck in there. I could tell last night that the Ravens were well-rested from their game against the Buffalo Bills. Right. And I could also see they were motivated from being kicked out of the playoffs by the Bengals no in Week doubt. 17 last right. year. It's personal. It was personal. You could see it on their faces last totally. night. Totally. I mean, Suggs was... The other thing I realized, too, yes, foaming. Sure, the Bengals look good. Let's not forget... They were inside against the Colts. Right. Ravens were a different team, and I ended up betting how much you bet fifty dollars on the Ravens. It's still Thursday night football. It's still a close game. I didn't feel confident to go a hundred. I put fifty dollars on the Ravens in the pick. The week two thing is very interesting. The point you're bringing up because the why you know why because it's. They've already prepared for it. They've already taken the offseason. They go, it's going to be a short week. Right. Let's spend Let's part of our right. offseason on the Bengals exactly. getting ready for week Exactly two. right. All right, so we're both going Ravens. Yeah. And if you watched our show, Allie, the newspaper guy, mm-hmm. he took the Bengals. So if Allie goes 2-0 and and you go 0-2. Stupid little Allie. I don't know. You were stupid little Sims last I week on the Falcons. I know. All right. Moving on. I wasn't stupid little Sims. It was stupid little Sarkeesian and overrated Matt Ryan. Next game, moving on to Sunday, the Carolina Panthers heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Line for this game that we're going with is the Falcons minus six. Which was incredible to see. Uh, Carolina is coming off a game in which their defense was all over the Cowboys. But again, how much of that is the Cowboys system? Uh, They are again without their middle linebacker that took your spleen, Thomas Davis. But... Shaq Thompson looks good. Mm -hmm. Luke Kuechly looks good. They're facing an Atlanta team that just lost the middle core and speed and hits of their defense. Deion Jones is gone. Keanu Neal is gone. Both on IR. Uh, Matt Ryan, they're at home. He's better at home. Sims, let me hear your breakdown and your pick. Well, my break. uh, Do do I want to put my bet up first? No, let's hear a little bit of the breakdown. breakdown. Okay, so the, the big thing is I was impressed with Carolina. Carolina last week, just their team in general. Uh, this is a different team. The offense has more to defend, certainly. Uh, with McCaffrey, the Cam Newton design runs from a North Turner, very impressive. I do worry about No Olsen. I do worry about lack of maybe a difference maker on the outside to maybe stretch the defense at times. Torrey Smith could be that guy. Not totally 100% sold on that. Also would like to see DJ Moore involved. Wasn't involved much in week one. At all. No. Uh, but here's the other thing. I, this Carolina defense can play man-to-man for the first time in a long time. And I think that's what's encouraging to me. It's still a very good front. And I know Atlanta's got talent on the offense and a pretty good offensive line, and they can run the ball. Don't know what Devontae Freeman's going to be. I think that scares me. Uh, everything about the Falcons scares me right now. I mean, this is a Seattle defense, and they don't have Cam Chancellor and Bobby Wagner in their prime, right? That's what I'm trying to say here with right. no Keanu O'Neill and Deion Jones. So I look at that. That scares me. I went uh, uh, Atlanta game planning is really what scares me more than anything. And – can Steve Sarkeesian have enough creative things in his pocket to create plays for that offense? Uh, and so at the end of the day, Josh, I would like to place a $100 bet on the Carolina Panthers to cover that six-point spread. Is that okay? Yep. Thank you. That's what I wanted. That's what we were all waiting for. Yeah. Yeah, enough of the I mean, points, they, more they, of the cat they, sounds. I mean, they eat little birdies. Here's, like here's the one thing I want you to do. Yeah. I want you to tell me, since you bet 100 on everything, right. which are the games that you would have gone more on. Okay, so this is one of them. Yeah. I wanted. To, I really am annoyed that I went this way this week. I really am. I wanted to go I like I to pick three games. I love that he's already games. frustrated. One pick. <laughs> and go, I want to go ham, 
This is one of the games I looked at, but it's week two, and I'm scared still. Hey, you're still at the betting window. If you want to put $200 on this game, we can make it up somewhere else. I don't I probably won't be able to figure out that. I just have time. Okay. No, so, we're not but, doing so, it. But, but yes, this is a game I thought about going hard on, yes. but I also play into this factor always, especially early, early in the year. Divisional game. Divisional game. Falcons have a little extra time, and right. they're... Desperate. I mean, you go zero and two. You're yes. you're you're fighting up a big uphill battle. Enough talking out of the loser in this game. Uh, Falcons have won and, and covered four of the last five meetings between the two teams. Cam Newton is an is eleven and four as an underdog since 2015. Just interesting. Yeah. There are some injuries. Got a lot of injuries on the Panthers' offensive line yeah, too. too yes. And if Trey Turner misses with a concussion, oh. that's super super big. Yes, right. But. Devontae Freeman missed as well, in addition to Deion Jones and Keanu Neal. Uh, Fantasy thing from Lefko, with Olsen out, Devin Funchess is the play. Devin Funches gets a lot more with Olsen out, but I looked at it. I put 150 on the Panthers because... I can't believe it's it. They're getting six I points. Know. It doesn't seem right. I can. I totally understand the extra rest, but I think Carolina is a good team, and I look at Atlanta and I go. I don't know what they're going to be like without those two guys. Christian McCaffrey is going to have a monster game. Atlanta lets you catch the ball to the running backs underneath and then goes, hey, Deion Jones, Keanu Neal, catch that, guys. They're not there anymore. And we talked about Cam, who he's been more, he certainly seemed more willing to to throw the short pass. Yes. So I look at that game, and this was one where I had even more on, but because it's a divisional game, and because I don't know if I can trust the Carolina Panthers that much. I don't know if I can trust Norv Turner, but. When I saw plus six, I thought it was going to be Falcons minus two. Yeah, not six. Right, I didn't. I didn't either. I know. I'm just chickened out. I, but I, you're right. I the it. extra time I didn't think about. That's okay. But, All your other points were good. But Carolina won fifty as well. Yeah. So you're going one fifty, and you went fifty on the first game. Yes. All right. I like this. Next game we're going with here: Indianapolis Colts at the Washington Redskins. The Colts coming off a thirty-four to twenty-three loss in Week One to the Bengals, and for the Redskins coming off of a win against the Arizona Cardinals. Redskins spread here, minus six. Minus six at home. Washington at home. Take it away. Okay. Uh, I think for the Colts, first of all, there's some encouraging things from what we saw last week on the offensive side of the ball. Now, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball a whole lot, and I don't see that really changing. Maybe it does in a few weeks, but I don't know if it's going to change this week. I still do think Andrew Luck and his ability to sit in the pocket and make big-time throws down the field is something to be reckoned with. And uh, I, this Washington defense, I do like a whole lot. I don't think this O-line is going to be overpowered by this Washington defense line as far as giving him time to throw right. the football, right? right. The Washington D-line, I got a lot of respect for it. I certainly do. Hey, the secondary in Washington got some good pieces, but I'm not blown away by it, right? So I do think that Andrew Luck will be able to have his way. The Redskins, on the other hand, I think they're going to have their way with the Indianapolis Colts offense as well. The big thing will be, when it's time to strike and make big plays, will Charlie Checkdown make those plays? So from that, okay, I clearly think Washington will win this football game, but I don't think they're going to win by a lot. And Josh, uh, Josh, a.k.a. Johnny the Hammer over here, uh, I'm going to place a $100 bet on the Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Really? Luck. I am. I think they stay within six in this football game. Wow. Yes. The Andrew Luck factor, man. That's great. So, great. Andrew Luck, when does he look good, Sims? 
when he's indoors you know, and he's I, at home. I hear that. When is T.Y. Hilton good? When he's indoors and at home. Not only are they outdoors. Yeah. They're going to be playing with... Is it going to be really rainy? It's the Hurricane Florence. It's coming right into South Carolina. That game's going to be a mess. Right. Well, that's like four states up, but three states up, but it's okay. All the reports are it should be is a it? little bit sloppy. Damn. My thing is this. You right. know why Indianapolis... I didn't look at the weather. You know, I did. You know why Indianapolis, in my opinion, didn't look good or was able to be in that game? Because of sloppy turnovers from Cincinnati. I hear you. I know that you're looking at Alex Smith and you're going, when's he going to take the shot? I'm looking at Alex Smith and going, when's he going to have the turnover? He's not. Indy's not going to get him this week. I would also say that Washington knows who their offense is. You just talked about on Thursday night that Cincinnati did Cincinnati didn't know their offense and still put up twenty something points with their offense. Yes, but they had a good game plan last week. That's where I just want to. I want to know that. Washington different than what I saw. Washington, mm-hmm. I really like what they're going to do offensively. Yep, luck. Of his 53 throws, four of them were more than 20 yards down the field. Right. And if there's one defensive coach that I think that I like to really figure out what a team does and take advantage, it's you. Greg Minuski. Sure. Guess what else Greg Minuski is? The former DC of the Colts. Right. Greg Minuski revenge game. I got Andrew Luck comparing hits in the Bengals game to a car crash. It's at home. I predicted before the year that Washington starts off 2-0. I think they finish 2-0. And Josh, I'd like to enter a bet of $100 for Washington minus six. Okay. Moving on. Next game. I was going to make that possibly a lock, but now you're kind of scaring me. After I talked, what do you think? I didn't look at the weather report. The weather report is concerning. Um, I just think it needs a different team on the road, too. There is. I, I don't put a whole lot of stock into it early in the year because it's not like it's – but but it's not like – I was thinking it's not going to be cold. It's not going to be that way. Yeah, but, but I the think the rain it, is annoying. It's it not annoying. about – I don't think about the cold and all that stuff. I mm-hmm. look at Indy, and I just think they're a team that's built for their stadium. Yeah. And now they're going to the grass. I don't know. So I, you, I just have a question. I just got to say, I don't have the faith that they're going to blow out the Colts. That's all I'm saying. Is six points blowing out? Well – yeah, it is. I could see them maybe winning by – they can be up by 10, and then Andrew Luck's got the ball in the fourth quarter, and he drives them down, and now it's a three-point game. And then Andrew Luck gets the ball back one more time with 48 seconds left, and can he make magic? That's the shit that scares me in these matchups because yeah. Alex Smith might not put you away when he was supposed to. He might not. I mean, That's Arizona had a me. chance to get back in that That's game That's what I mean. One. Those are the little things. It's week two, and I'm just not willing to go out on a limb on some of okay. like this one. Okay. Like, I, your points are – on. I'm not denying yeah. that. Okay. Next yeah. game here, Houston at mm. Tennessee. Left goes AFC champion Texans coming off of a 27-20 loss to the Patriots in Week 1. The Titans coming off a 27-20 loss to the Dolphins in Week 1. Spread for this game, Houston minus 1.5 on the road. Houston minus 1.5 on the road. Go for it, Sims. Okay. Let's start with the Tennessee Titans, right? Tennessee Titans, the defensive side of the ball, it's 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 admirable. I mean, they got good secondary play. I like the way they look back there. Their D-line's pretty big and stout. I still think, for whatever reason, too many people are open on the field at times. Now, they play a mixture of everything, and Miami moved the ball on the Tennessee Titans and made some big plays, too. 
Um, Kenny Stills. The yes. Now the 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 other side of that is I you know against that defense, Deshaun Watson and Houston. Hey, I'm a little concerned with their O line and the, the state of what it is right now. I am to a degree. There's no doubt. I mean, Chantrell Henderson going down is a big deal. Big deal. Uh, I don't know if the Tennessee Titans front again is a dominant enough to actually take over the game from that manner. And I think Deshaun Watson and that offense, you're going to see a whole different team from them this week. Now flip it over. I like this Houston Texans defense a whole lot. They gave Tom Brady and company a very tough time. Reading your notes yeah. in the second half when Watt and them started clicking. They had their way. Right, exactly that right. That was great to see because I don't feel like that's being conveyed in the public right now. No, I, that would be a game like if Houston and the Pats play again in week 16 or let's just say whatever, I would go, ooh, that's going to be a pick game. Either way, this is my big concern. Marcus Mari Oda. It's an issue. He can't throw right now. I don't know what else to say. The two interceptions weren't bad, g- good. And again, it's not just the interceptions. It's completions that I don't even like. Do you remember them on the goal line and the goal line stand yes. on offense? He throws a ball. The guy's wide open in the flat. Takes forever to get it to him. Ball gets knocked down on third and one on the goal line. Fourth and goal. Throws a Got a wide open guy in the flat. Throws it to him, complete pass, but it's behind him. And the guy has to juggle his body and figure out how to get going straight, and he gets tackled before he gets there. I don't like the way Mariota looks. I don't trust him. This sounds like a game that you would have bet more I would have. It's just, it's week two, and I Deshaun scares me a little. But Josh, I would like to place a bet with Deshaun Watson. $100 on the Houston Texans. No suspense with any. No suspense with any of your picks. So let me give you some betting information. Yep. In the last fourteen games against the Titans, against the spread, the Texans are eleven and three. Hmm. In their last six games at home in September, the Titans, straight up, winning or losing, are one and five. They lose games in September at home. It's just not the right place to play. This started off as a big bet for me, and I brought it down just because it's an AFC South battle and divisional games kind of scare me sometimes, even though I'm going to be hypocritical and later you're going to see I'm going to put more money on divisional games. (laughs) Um, I look at Houston and I go, they are the only team that one side of the ball, I know what I'm going to get. I know what I'm going to get out of the Texans' defense. And if I know that the Titans are going to have a hard time running the ball, which is when every time they won last year, it was a big Derrick Henry performance, and I know that the Texans' D is firing all cylinders, and I read all your notes about Watt and Clowney's not going to have those tackles to face again. Well, no, I mean, he's going to have Taylor Lewan as a really good tackle. You think? Is he definitely out of concussion protocol? That's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he got knocked knocked silly. But it's going to require... Mariota to play really well at home, and I don't trust that. Right. And the other side, I know maybe we get Will Fuller back. Um, and I, I look at the Texans' offense and I go, man, I don't really like their their O line. But do the Titans have anyone to really take advantage? That's of what it? I. That's my point too. It's a good D line. It's a good, but D-line. it's not like the Houston Texans D line that can take over a game. Titans don't have the linebackers. I'm afraid of. Yeah. 
And I do think that even though guys like Malcolm Butler are really good, they let guys get open deep. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. They put too much pressure on the corners. And Malcolm Butler, I mean, again, he got beat deep on a, a great, a perfect throw last week against Kenny Stills, right? He was there. I mean, his arm is in the guy's damn yeah. way. He still caught it and ran it, but yes. Sorry. I was going to go more. Josh, I'd like to enter a bet of $100 for the Houston Texans. Uh, I think it's just, it. I like the Titans are a home team that I think can lose. And I think in this game, point and a half is not too much. I could see him winning by a field goal. Yeah. This might be a left co lock come Sunday. Would you feel confident? I in that? would feel. I would. Yes. Yes, I'm I would. Start. I wish I had a little machine where I could give you a betting ticket every time you place a bet. What's a sound for that? a Titan? Uh, I don't what know. What the hell is Stomping? a Stomping? What the hell like, is that? I don't know. I feel like I'd want to go to that movie uh, where that guy was like fighting the Titans and like just find an audio clip. The movie that was fighting the Titans. Or Remember the 300? Titans. 300? Something uh, like Remember the Titans. Oh, well, yeah, right. That was a good movie. Never saw it. All right, moving on to the you next game. You never saw Remember the Titans, the I, football movie? I've seen parts of it. You've That's never one seen of the Remember best the football Titans? movies ever. I'm just letting you know. Uh, Sometimes I like not watching things that people are obsessed with. Oh, well, I don't, I'm not obsessed. That's an I'm unbelievable movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. I love it. I gotta watch it. Of course it. I love it. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next game. I pretend game. I've watched it a lot. I'll be like, great football movies. Remember the Titans. And Philadelphia. Like, Philadelphia on the road at Tampa Bay. The Eagles uh, with the long break here coming off the Thursday night football win over the Falcons 18-12. to Tampa Can I go Bay. first this time? Yeah, please do. Tampa Bay obviously coming off a big win over the Saints last week, 48-40. to the line we're going with for this game, Philadelphia minus three and a half on the road in Tampa Bay. I'd like to clarify something. We're not going with a line. You it is went, the line. This is the line yes. that you got yes. Wednesday night and sent to us. We're yes. not making shit. Yeah, I'm not making it up. Okay. It is the line. Number one thing I looked at, Ryan Fitzpatrick after big games. Not that great. <laughs> like he's just a lot of picks, not a lot of touchdowns. Right. Just something I looked at. Uh-huh. Fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans. Interesting. Chris Godwin, interesting. If there's one thing that can happen against this Eagles defense, it's biting on double moves with Jalen Mills. Teams look for it. And if Mike Evans is busting off Marshawn Lattimore, he's going to get one of these guys. But I do expect the Eagles to play a little bit more zone. I felt like the Eagles played a lot of zone against last week against Atlanta. Definitely mixed it in. They were very smart. They're playing a lot of zone because they know how good their D-line is. Exactly right, Lefko. Here's the thing that I I look at with Tampa Bay. Vernon Hargraves is out. Uh-huh. Brent Grimes is out. Uh-huh. Nick Foles plays well in heat. He's an Arizona guy. He's played well in every time it's been hot out there. Johnny Weatherman And here. it's a but, night game, though, right? No. No, it's, not, it's a 1 o'clock why. game. I'm an idiot. I don't know You're, why. Wow. You know what it is? I listened that, to Florio. Florio told me it was a night game, and I just was like, yeah, it's a night game. Who's that? Uh, one thing I will say, uh, I am worried it's going to feel like 97 at kickoff, but... I'm not looking at this Bucks team being like, oh, wow, this is a very long-tenured Tampa Bay team. They're all used to the heat. The Bucks have covered their last six as a home dog, and that scares me. But in their last eight games at home in September, they're one in seven. I wanted to go with the Bucks here because I said, you know what? I could see the Eagles kind of starting slow. Fuck that. I'm going $50 on the Eagles, minus three and a half. I'm still worried about the heat. I'm still worried about a number of things. The Eagles have depth on their D-line, and they're going to get after Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I, I, there's just something about the athletes on Tampa Bay that if they bust one here and bust one there, that kind of scare me a little bit. And that's why I made it 50. And everyone that listens to our show knows I don't like betting a lot of money on the Eagles because it's going to make me feel really bad. So I'm only going 50. Yeah. 
Okay, I get you. Um, let me see. Where do I start? I mean, yeah, the Deshaun Jackson not being there is huge. No doubt about it. Uh, the whole offense now comes in a step. It, it definitely does. It's just one more favorable matchup that you don't have to be scared about in your secondary. And I like the way your secondary looked last week, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and I do think they'll be smart about how much they do play man-to-man, realizing that, yeah, Mike Evans can run by anybody or beast mode anybody yes. and, and just moss someone. O.J. Howard. Godwin's that good, Godwin too. Godwin is extremely good. And White Boy Supreme is good. Uh, yes. He's Humphreys. good. Yes. I mean, he's a player. Do you mean Humphreys or Brait? Uh, no, uh, Humphreys. Okay. Right. Brait's not, f- not, Bray, not WC. He's not a Supreme. Yeah, not WBS. yet. WBS material quite yet. But also, the Tampa Bay O-line, as good as it was last week, uh, I, I'm still not going to crown it and go, oh, I feel comfortable about it. This is a different animal coming to town. It's the freaking Eagles. The heat is something to worry about. Last time the Eagles came, I, at least, can I tell this quick story? I don't even want to be. I, when the Eagles came, 2006, I lost my spleen, right? That was the game where the 62-yard field goal. Game. Man. Bruce Gradkowski played at the Bruce end. Bruce Gradkowski played, but then... That was also Donovan McNabb throwing up on the field. Right. That was awesome. I mean, that it's was a real thing. I've never seen anything I remember like when that, the but. Eagles beat the Cowboys week one, 41 to 14. It was the beginning of Andy Reid being a good coach. Yeah. It was the pickle juice game. The entire Eagles team drank pickle juice to retain liquid yeah. to not sweat it out. Right. And the big guy, Deuce Staley. Now, running's back coach. Keep an eye if there's pickle, pickle juice, juice on the sideline. On the sideline, the running's back coach. Thank you. Yeah. What is his deal? He can't say running. I back. mean, you do, you thought this was a night game, and you're going to come at me with running's back. Yeah. Coach. Well, you always make fun of my English all the time. Okay. Shut up. Okay. Running's back coach. It's going right. to be a good batter okay. in the German trenches. Either, this game. <laughs> either way. Either way. You missed my batter I, joke. I, I, I set I, you up there. I did. I totally missed. It. Right. What'd you say? Yeah. Okay. Remember when he said batter yesterday? Oh, batter. Right. Yes. Yeah. Other either other thing too is. I do think that this Philadelphia offense will continue to come around. I do have faith in Doug Peterson, and then Nick, Nick Foles won't throw for a hundred and whatever he threw last week, a hundred and unimpressive yards. Second least in the NFL, only ahead of the Bills. Yes, so I do think that has to improve. At the end of the day, yes, I don't trust Fitzmagic and any of that. Um, and I am good, Josh. I would like to place a $100 bet on the Philadelphia Eagles. How confident are you in that? I'm not real confident. That's why I, I yeah. went low. I would and, never make I mean, them a lock. Arr, matey. I don't think they can shoot down an eagle. My one eye is blind. I got a patch over it. Arr. What does the eagle do? I don't even know. That's kind of man, that's a weak eagle. I think they're a little stronger than that. I was at Yellowstone National Park. They're stronger than that that thing right there. Fly, eagles, fly on the road to beating the Bucks. Bucks. Okay, enough. Uh, that's Martellus Bennett hates that song. Yeah. It's good to know. But also, it's a revenge game for Michael Bennett, first drafted by the Bucks. Sure. They could end up winning this game by 28. Like, they obviously could. Well, but I could also see story of week of the first two games, Tampa Bay beats the Saints and the Eagles, and the heat was a factor. Yeah. Secondary is, I mean, the Hargraves grime thing is, Enormous. I think, what kicks me over the edge with Deshaun Jackson. That's yeah, huge. I would go Nelson Aguilar is the big fantasy play there. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> me like it. Moving on, next game here, the Kansas City Chiefs on the road at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, the Steelers coming off a tie last week, 21-21 in Cleveland. The Chiefs coming off a 38-28 win over the Los Angeles Chargers. The line for this game, Steelers minus four. This is my favorite one o'clock game. You want me to go first or should I? Oh, whatever you want to do. I'm going to go You're first. You're the host. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Yeah. I'm, I have, so week two, Tomlin and Pittsburgh are pretty damn special. Are they? 
Six and two in the last eight years in week two. Remember last year, they beat the Vikings 26 to nine. I do remember. It was that. the worst game the Vikings had all year. Right. So about the Steelers, Tomlin, I, this is what I assume Tomlin does. Mm-hmm. They play the first game. Last year, they barely beat the Browns. This year, they tie with the Browns. He gets in there and goes, Who the hell do you think you are? You know, Tomlin. Yeah. And it, I feel like he straightens them out. Yeah. He pumps them back up. I feel like they're great again. Chiefs are 9 and 2 against the spread in their last 11 September road games. Mm. Steelers are 0 and 5 against the spread in their last five home games. Kansas City came out, Andy Reid said he's playing the long game with Eric Berry, so I don't expect Eric Berry to play in this game. Nope. This line started off at Pittsburgh favored by about six. It has now come down to four. There is There are a number of games that I'm confident in. This is one of them before I saw the spread that I was already ready to bet on. I'm going to say my bet right now. Josh, I'd like to place a $200 bet on Pittsburgh minus four. Everybody is talking about Patrick Mahomes and the offense. They let up how many points to the to the Chargers? 28. 28 points. Could have been 45. The Chargers were completely unorganized. I'm seeing they're, I'm seeing man-to-man coverage, and they're running all over the place. It doesn't even make sense. The ste- it was, it's the perfect combination of a team that I think is being overrated right now in the Chiefs mm-hmm. and a team that's being severely underrated right now in the Steelers. Mm-hmm. The Steelers played in a monsoon. There was all these extenuating circumstances, and the fact that it happened against the Browns, people are like, it's the Browns. You'll see a little bit later, I got a lot of faith in the Browns. I look at the Steelers. I like their offensive line being able to handle the Chiefs. I think they're a lot better than the Chargers' offensive line. I think the Steelers might win this game by double digits. That's how confident I am in this game. I I, I hear you there. Um, I, I, the first thing to say is, yes, Kansas City's riding too high. Everyone's, like, stupidly too low on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Stupid. I mean, Tyrod Taylor was 15 for 40 last week. They gave that game away. It was a tie, and they lost a turnover battle by, by five. five turnovers. By five. Does anybody, like, that doesn't happen. You lose by 30 points when you lose by five turnovers. So that tells and you And also, there. Ben at home is a different animal. Yes. And Ben, the criticism of him is ridiculous. I don't know how sore his elbow is, but I do know Ben loves to be John Wayne and act like he's hurt and then come yes. out and I threw for 400 yards because I'm John Wayne. Am I too confident or are you matching my confidence? Um, so, no, I'm, I'm a little more scared than you just because of the Mahomes factor. Okay. Now, they, this is his first road game. Like we talked about, this Steelers defense is real. The Kansas City offensive line and their creativity. All right, the Kansas City offensive line is overmatched by by a lot. By, yes. by Tewitt and Hayward and yes. TJ Watt. Last week they didn't have to face Bosa or Legion. I know, but Reed is also very good at slowing those things True. down. You know, with the screens, screens, the speed sweeps, everything. It, t- it slows you down from attacking. But I do think at the end of the day that the Kansas City Chiefs secondary and defense is just not enough for Pittsburgh. I mean, are you kidding me? Come on. They let up so many yards last week. Orlando Skandrick on whoever he's covering man-to-man. Is there a fantasy player? I mean, that's what I would say. I would just go, if you see Orlando Skandrick on Juju or Antonio, expect a big bite on one of those two, okay? That would be my thing. Um... I was just going to say, remember Kansas City came in riding high to Pittsburgh Monday, last Sunday year. Sunday night game? No, or it, was a, it was a Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock Oh, I'm thinking game. a longer game. A no, I'm talking ago. about last year. They came in like 5-0 and and then 16-9, put up nine points on Pittsburgh. Yes, right. Pittsburgh's in Kansas a City. hard place to play. Yeah, that was in Kansas City last year. You're wrong. Okay, so, but either way. How'd you bet? 
Uh, Josh, I would like to place a hundred dollars on the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, what do you think about but me making that a lock? I, I don't. I, I I'm with you there. That would be. This was another game. I wanted to go hard on. Perfect. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Okay. No. Just, no. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. I just. I just got scared of like. I mean, Tyree Kill and Mahomes and Wat, Watkins combination could ruin something. Well, it could be like. It could be like they're up by twenty in the fourth quarter, and he hits two big bombs, and all of a sudden you go, "Damn, it's a six-point game!" Or yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's what scares no, me a little I totally bit. Got it. Yeah. All right. I totally wussied out like left coast style this week and went. It's not wussing out. It's actually a very it's strategic. Smart strategy. <laughs> it's strategic. You're trying to win here. All right, moving on. Next one o'clock game here: the Miami Dolphins coming up to New York to take on the Jets. The Dolphins coming off a 27-20 win over the Titans in Week One, and of course the Jets on Monday night, 48 to 17 over the Detroit Lions on the road. Line for this game is Jets minus three. Sims, we're coming to you first. This okay, time. here we go. Okay, the New York Jets. Great performance the other night. The Jets defense. Oh, excuse me. Disgusting. Disgusting. Gross. Good old coffee burp. We need to. We really need to clip out every burp. And okay. then just make and a just super, super cut of, of Sims burps. burping during How about the podcast. This? If anyone wants to do that, we'd love it. And we're going to put your Twitter handle. Your Instagram uh, it's every handle. episode. I know. I don't know okay. what it is. Right? Jets need like an but the, the Jets. I don't feel like it's that kind of burp though. It's just like I'm talking a lot and whatever. I think I don't that know. just happens when you get older. Okay, maybe gas just comes. I'm up. officially old. Uh, so it's a Neanderthal thing. <laughs> um, so. I think the Jets, defense is good. They got size up front, definitely. No one's going to push them around. They got good secondary play. Uh, the linebackers in the middle of the field are very athletic. I'm very impressed with Avery Williamson. Avery Williamson's a baller and been a baller. Yeah, but like I always thought he was just a good guy at Tennessee. No. But now he's yeah. in a system, and it, it's really impressive. The guy that opened my eyes up to him a few years ago was when Ray Orton was the D coordinator down there. And I had to cover a game for CBS, and he, really and he was just it. like, "Hey, you need to like pay attention to Avery." Maybe I'll get Avery because I had asked him a few questions, show. and he was like, "He's one of the best players on our team." And Maybe I, I'll get Avery Williamson for the show. Right, <laughs> wink, wink. But so there's that side. Okay, now let's flip it over to the other side. You didn't talk about the Dolphins' offense. Okay, though. the jo- Dolphins' offense, I think, is very impressive right Me now. Too. I mean, what they did, the game plan wise, Albert Wilson, Yakeem Grant, Kenny Stills. Got speed. Did I say his name wrong? I think it's Jakeem. Jakeem, it might be. I it's gave a it soft the, J. I go the soft J. And then, do we know Devontae Parker's status? What is Who there? Cares? Who cares? You're right. Okay. Either way, and Gasicki is a nice weapon. They're using him the right way. Their O line is what I was impressed I with agree. last week. And Kenyon Drake is a star, and it's a great two headed duo with him and Frank Gore. And, and it honestly, really is. They're, they're, Ryan Tannehill's not beating himself, and I. This is Tannehill what they, takes the plays that are there. Yes. And if it's an open receiver downfield, he hits it. But that's what I'm saying. It's like two years ago, he was a game manager, yeah. and that's when they went to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at that because he's got enough feet to roll out and keep going. Exactly. All right, sorry exactly. to interrupt. It's okay. That's what you do. Um, then we flipped over the other side of the ball. Hey, the Jets' offense, certainly impressive. Their O-line, like we've been saying, is better than what people think. But they also did play the Detroit Lions last week. Who had no deal. Nothing. I mean, nothing. I mean, come on. Who? You know, there's nothing to write home about with the Detroit Lions defense in general. I mean, Ezekiel Ansa has been reduced to nothing. I, nothing. And then, so I look at that and I go, this Miami defense is another unit in football that I think deserves a little more respect than people realize. We are very high on Miami compared we, to everybody. We are high on Miami. You know, they're a sneaky good on the inside. They got a 
They Robert got, Quinn. Exactly. William Quinn, Hayes. Cameron Wake. William Hayes. Cameron Wake. I'm my sure. Gadshaw. Godshaw is good. Let's not forget about Harris, who's yeah. their first round pick Charles from last Harris. year. Their secondary with McCain and my man Xavier Howard's impressive. And Minka Fitzpatrick is a baller. And Did he two, ball out last he, week? He's a baller. I mean, it's free safety, nickel, doesn't matter. And let the other safety get that pick. Yes. Uh, Rashad Jones I got two you. picks. I know. That's what I said. So, uh, Josh, I would like to place. A hundred dollars on the Miami Dolphins. Interesting. Miami plus three. Um, so I went back and forth with uh, this a million times. Let me give Jets uh, can't shoot down dolphins in an ocean. First thing I want to say that I, I love when this happens in the NFL when a storyline links up perfectly. With fifteen more yards, Frank Gore in the home of the New York Jets will pass Curtis Martin for the fourth place all-time oh, that's, on that's the all-time funny. rushing list. Yes. Which I think will be a very cool appreciation moment. Are you going to listen to me or are you both coming in your fucking... That was a joke. I was not actually that angry. It was actually... You, it's Sims a Bleacher got, Report text. You did. You totally scared me. I was like, wow, I was disrespectful there. <laughs> uh, no, but I think it's going to be a really cool moment. I would. I Hopefully the Jets crowd... You know, it's a cool they will. Frank's so liked by everybody. I'm, I'm hoping Curtis Martin's there and they show him on the Jumbotron, all that stuff. But he's not as good as Curtis Martin. I just The like that lines are what really align it for me uh, for the Jets. The last nine games against the spread, the Jets are 7-1-1 one, one at home. Uh, for Miami, in their last 13 games against AFC East teams against the spread, they're 2-11. and 11. Mm. I am going $10... On the New York Jets. Minimum bet. Minimum bet. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. I like both of these teams. I think they're going to split the season series. I'm going to give each of the home teams the nod when they play each other. And this week I'm going with the Jets. Uh, the one thing for Miami, for, for Miami, last week they were able to get a lot of turnovers. The thing about Sam Darnold that impresses me the most, other than the pick six, is his ability to be smart with the ball. Yeah. And which was a concern coming out of college. Yeah, which which is very, very yeah, funny. Yeah. But I look at the Jets and I go, at home with that defense, uh, Miami playing an eight-hour marathon game. Seriously. Maybe they're a little exhausted. That's so weird. Um, maybe they have to change their flight pattern because they're going up the East Coast or something like that. I just, I'm going to take the whole team, and I'm only putting $10 because I think they're very evenly matched. Yeah, you're right about that, too, the flight pattern. What are they going to do? They're going to have to like, fly to London and then come back around. That was one thing that scared me about Carolina. Carolina's having to do like special flight plans, and we always talk about... I was about- supposed to connect to go through there to South Bend, and they had to change my flight, NBC. It's just what scares me. You talk about how routine-based these yeah, organizations right. are. Anytime that happens, I get a little Can nervous. I ask you this? Why is it, why? Why is it that why? climate deniers don't want to accept science, but then when they are told a, a, by a scientific uh, machine that says a huge hurricane goes, they go, they listen. Like, well, I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Why doesn't South Carolina just sit there and go, oh, I don't think it's really coming I don't believe in this science mumbo jumbo. It's the same reason why I hear about people that have beachfront houses not get flood insurance. And then it happens and they go, I want a idiot. I just don't know. It's so annoying. (laughs) Next game here, the Los Angeles Chargers on the road visiting the Buffalo Bills. The Chargers coming off a 38-28 loss to the Chiefs. Buffalo coming off a 47-3 loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Two 0-1 teams. Line for this game is Chargers minus 7.5. Lefko, we're coming to you first no, this I game. No, I want to go Sims first. Sims, we're coming to you first this game. Okay, where to start here? Where to start? Where to start? Um, okay, Buffalo's defense. I mean, let's make this quick. There's nothing special on the Buffalo defense 
really as a whole. Tredavious White, sure. Jordan Poy, the secondary's nice, but they're a zone defense, right? We know that. I love my big man, Edmonds, in the middle. He's such an athletic freak, certainly. Okay, the real problem is what? Their D-line. What the Stinks. hell are they going to do? Are they going to pressure Phillip Rivers? I don't think so. Are they going to stop the run game that's pretty damn good by the Chargers? I don't think so. Okay, let's flip it around. What the hell are we going to look at the Buffalo Bills and go, damn, okay, they're definitely going to move the ball up and down this field. There's no chance the Buffalo Bills win this game in my eyes. But, Josh, I'm still going to place $100 on the Los Angeles Chargers. I always thought I was going to go with the curveball there, and I was like, no, I didn't do that. Yes, I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers here. I don't feel great. Chargers! That's my favorite dance move of yours, is you, you do the wiggles. Wheel. Chargers, charge! charge. Right. Lightning kills Buffalo. Okay? Dead. Dodonka, dead. Lightning bolt shot. Um, also, no, I think this was my other thing, too. Um, Josh Allen, I know there's no, I, I know there's no uh, Joey Bosa. It doesn't matter. There's just not enough weapons around him to help him. I do think that they could run the ball maybe a little bit, certainly. And the 1 o'clock East Coast game scares me. I did want to go hard on this if you because I know you want to. I wanted to, but as you know, I've chickened out and I've played smart, smart ball. There are Chargers. certain games every year yeah. that I look for. Right. And the early West Coast yeah. team coming to Buffalo at 1 o'clock it's been a is disaster, one of those right? games. Yeah. Arizona, when they were undefeated, got shellacked. Mm-hmm. I see it every year. Yeah. Rams go to Buffalo. They get beat. West Coast teams in Buffalo at 1 o'clock, I love. No Bosa, no Legit. Barksdale might be out for the Chargers Oh, as I well. know. That felt bad, man. I saw his knee buckle. Damn. The Chargers, in their last 25 road games, are 7-18. Jeez. 7-18. That's disgusting. There's no team that I think is more inconsistent, unreliable, and annoying than the Chargers. <laughs> I am saying this to everybody. I am done betting on Chargers games the rest of the year. They're not a good football organization. They're not. I like Anthony Lynn. I like their players. Yeah. I don't like their owner, Dean Spanos. I feel bad for their fans. I think their stadium's a piece of shit. Yeah. And I think overall, I don't trust them. Okay. But you know what I do trust? What? Science. I would like to There's enter a, a bet coming. of $10 on the Buffalo Bills to cover the spread for seven and a half. Wow. This will be the headline on Monday morning. Pandemonium. Chargers start season 0-2. Super Bowl dreams You think dashed. they're going to win the game? No, probably not. <laughs> 0-2 against the spread. It's a betting, org- it's a betting newspaper. I, I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. I believe that the ball will be in Josh Allen's hands with a chance to win the game or tie the game, meaning that they're within seven points at the end of this game. I think LaShawn McCoy has a big game. I think uh, I was doing the he's spider. doing the same. I mean, he's all over that thing. I think that the Chargers defense was abysmal last week. Yeah. And again, we're all talking about Mahomes. 
I mean, they, they if Derwin James didn't die, they were going to let up 50 points. I know. So I, I know the Buffalo Bills stink. Yeah. But I also know that Sean McDermott is, uh, let's rough him up, tough him up, coach. He is. And I like the fact that they play zone against the Chargers. Yeah, okay. I know the Chargers beat up the Bills big time last year. I know that. But I look at the Bills and I go, the football is a weird-shaped thing. And sometimes a team at this point of the year wins. This is why I was worried about the Bucks. that you go, there's no freaking chance. The Bills are either going to win this game or keep it close. I think they cover the spread. Woo. I know mm. it makes no sense. Mm. Tatanka. Mm. I, yeah, yeah. It's I, crazy, right? Well, yeah, you're crazy. Because, I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs just got weapons, too, and I just don't trust it. But, okay, that's fine. That's good. I got, I'm glad you did it. I just, Would I you do, bet on it? I, $10. Ten bucks. Oh, damn. I went for a record no thing. Fun. I, no, look, because no, Lefko wants it all to look good. He wants the it. bank account and I the record. It. I got it. I'm only about the bank account. I don't yeah, care about just the, want the money. I want the money. See, this is what's hard for me. I get yeah. so excited, but then in my pick'em league, I'm going to pick the Chargers, and then the Bills win the game, and I'm like, I'm such a wiener. Yeah, you are. But do you, can you see my like the NFL is weird at this point of the year, dude? It's the and, NFL. You know, yes. This, was it after week two last year? We were I like, can already I'm see. I'm done betting on games. I yes. don't get the NFL. And that's part of the reason why I, I do remember that. Text. It's part of the reason I do some of these bets. Yeah. But I can already see Phil Sims and all the analysts on CBS having Charger, 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 Charger. Right. And then that's the image that goes on Twitter with like Bill shocking everybody. I just, I'm feeling it, man. Okay, I hear you. All right, moving on. Next game of the 1 o'clock the Minnesota Vikings on the road at Green Bay this week. Minnesota. So many questions about this game. Minnesota coming off a 24-16 win in week one over the 49ers. Green Bay, of course, Sunday night football against the Packers. I've said, of course, for every score that I've read so far on this podcast. Yeah, come on. Uh, the line for this game is a pick The line for this game is a pick And uh, injury updates, Lefko, as you referenced, Devontae Adams going to be limited in today's practice Shoulder, on Thursday. Right? Shoulder. Shoulder. Yep. Aaron Rodgers still questionable not expected to practice on Thursday. No. And did you see his quote about uh, wanting to play? Or yeah, wanting to play, but the how he ended it, they were like, "Are you worried that you're not going to be able to practice at all?" And he was like, "Nope." <laughs> it was like he doesn't need to practice. I wish he did the Iverson. I know practice. Um, but okay, um, man, top one here in Green Bay. Dirt certainly an advantage for Green Bay being at home. It slows down the Minnesota Vikings because Green Bay's on grass. Seven foot high grass. It is. It's it's not Chicago long, but it definitely changes the style of the football game. And especially for a team like Minnesota that's built to play on that indoor turf and be fast and be chaotic. Um, I think I worry about Minnesota with that interior front and if there's a strength to the, uh, the the Packers defense, it's their interior three. They got some big mofos in the middle there. Yep. And they can cause some havoc in that run game for the Minnesota Vikings. Here's my biggest concern in the matchup. Of course. Aaron Rodgers, I do expect to play. Devontae Adams, man, if he doesn't play, they're in deep trouble. I mean, big trouble, little China. Like, tiny, tiny little China. It's big trouble. Okay? This is the, my big narrative, though. Minnesota can... Rodgers wants to throw the ball quick, right? This week, he's going to want to get the ball out of yes. his hands quickly. And they're going to be all over. They're going to play. They can play man to man and bump and run. And Rodgers might not be able to throw the ball quick at times. He's going to go, damn. I mean, Xavier Rhodes is all over Randall Cobb. I can't throw this ball. Oh, damn. You know, Mike Hughes is all over Geronimo Allison. I can't throw this ball. And I just think that's enough time for that pass rush to get there. I, Josh, would like to place a $100 bet 
on the purple people eaters. Oh. Rally the troops. We must take on the Packers of Green Bay. Ascend on them. And I'm taking Minnesota. Did you have any Viking in your blood? Nordic? Uh, a little bit, but not as much as I thought. Do you want to just know it? Do we want no, to really, really want to talk about this? Like, do no, we really stop. want to talk about it on a Monday show? There yes, is? I think okay. we do. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I want to take like a solid ten minutes and okay. break it down. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, last five games <laughs> against the Packers, really the Vikings do, yeah. are four and one. Uh, the one fantasy guy that I would really recommend would be Jimmy Graham. I know we didn't do well last week. Very good point. Thank if there you. was one position that did well against Minnesota last week, it was George Kittle. Right. And I could see tight ends being a factor. One thing, can I just say real quick before I, you started the oh shit play in football last week? Half the league ran it last yeah. uh, last week. Everybody rolls to the right, and the tight end slips right. out to the they, left. Right, they like fake the zone to the right with two tight ends over there, and it looks like the tight end's going to block down. And then he the right. goes back. I mean, there was so many teams as I watched them. I was like, "Damn, there it is again!" They Completion for thirty. Sorry, go ahead. That was great. Yeah, um, I went back and forth about this a lot, and picking the Packers doesn't make sense. You look at them: a banged up Aaron Rodgers, a banged up wide receiver. But you know what? Josh, I'd like to put $10 on the Green Bay Packers because it's a game at home and it's Aaron Rodgers. And if he plays, I want Aaron Rodgers. My big thing was this. I think the Vikings offense, from what you said, is where I got scared. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that Kirk Cousins and those guys are going to have a very tough sledding in Green Bay. And I see a lot more athletes on the back end of Green Bay's defense than they do have in San Francisco. Um, And I think that they're going to jump a lot of routes, just familiarity and all that. And I just think that the Packers' offensive line, is it's a lot better than the 49ers' offensive line. And Aaron's going to make some stuff happen. Right. He's our savior for a reason. And it's a pick em. And if you're going to ask, I, Minnesota makes the most sense. They're a much better defense. But I'm going Packers. All right, cool. I'm just not, riding that. I'm not mad at you. I don't totally agree with you that their offensive line is much better than the 49ers. You don't think so? No, I don't. I it's, at, it's still, it's at home Vikings is a different team than yes. on the road Vikings. The, I, I felt the same way about this one that I felt about Jets Miami. So either way, I was going $10. And I go, I'm just going to put on the home team. Yeah, cool. Last game in the 1 o'clock slate here, guys. Cleveland at New Orleans. Cleveland, the 21-21 tie against Pittsburgh last week. The Saints 0-1 after a 48-40 loss to Tampa Bay. Line for this game, Saints minus 8.5. Sims, we're going to you first. We're going to New Orleans. Razzmatazz, grab your banjo. Let's go, Sims and Bet-Yo. Yo, and let's eat some gumbo because it's good down there. Uh, okay. Crocodile <laughs> cheesecake. Um, so <laughs> totally off off here. Okay, either way, let's just get into this. Cleveland Browns, the defense is very good. It really is. There's there's no denying it. I don't know if it's good enough to totally slow down this offensive attack for the New Orleans Saints. I mean, the New Orleans Saints were not stopped one time last week. They they didn't keep pace because Michael Thomas fumbled the ball and Gillisley fumbled the ball, or that game might have been a 51-48 New Orleans win. They're a machine. They're at home. They're good enough on the offensive line that Cleveland will not steamroll them, and I still don't think Cleveland has enough good cover guys to totally ruin the New Orleans Saints, okay? Now, on the other side of the ball, the Browns' offense is still concerning, Um I'm not sure if they can run the ball effectively 
it's a question I have on the New Orleans. I mean, against the New Orleans Saints, I have a question about that. I don't know if they can do that. And the pass game, hey, they're going to have some matchups. The Saints like to play man too much, man. And you know, guys like Josh Gordon, they scare me in that David kind of Joku. matchup. Yes, Joku scares me. You know, we'll see with Jarvis Landry again. I, I think we're going to start to see that Jarvis Landry can't always get open against man-to-man coverage. He's better once you get the ball into his hands, right? But either way, I think the way I look at it is like this. Cleveland is a solid football team, and I got questions about the Saints' defense. And if they are too aggressive to play man-to-man, and, oh, okay, we're going to throw up jump ball to to uh, Gordon or a Jarvis Landry. And I don't know if there's enough physical freaks on the front four of the Saints right now to always contain Tyrod Taylor from when he runs and moves. So, Josh, I was too long there, but I would like to place a $100 bet on the Cleveland Browns. I think they will lose the football game. I don't care if you're religious or not. I'll bite you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they're biting Saints. Uh, But... Yes, I, I do think they're going to keep it close. They lose the game, but keep it somewhat close. Six-point loss, something like that. Left Number guy. one, uh, New Orleans is going to be studying tape of Cleveland, and it's going to be monsoon tape. And I find that to be an advantage for Cleveland, the fact that you can't study film of them on a normal surface. I think that helps them. Mm-hmm. I went back and looked. Greg Williams facing his old head coach, oh. Sean Payton. Last time they faced... Saints rolled the Rams 49-21. He dropped 49 points in his old D.C. Just something to keep in mind. Yes. Fantasy-wise. Which is so funny because he hired him from when he was at the Rams because he gave him a hard time, and then he got him, and he didn't like him, and now he abused him. But go ahead. Fantasy-wise. Right. Really like Ben Watson. Right. Cleveland gets up, gives a lot of points to tight ends because they play their safeties too far back. Yes. So Ben Watson will be my guy there. As I've said last week, New Orleans has started the last four years 0-2. They started this year 0-1. Here comes the second game. The last five games between the New Orleans Saints and the Cleveland Browns against the spread, Cleveland is 4-1. and I remember a close one in Cleveland. I do remember. Go ahead. Saints. Yeah. Played the Bucks last week. Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't just throw the ball well, Sims. What else did he do really well? He ran well. And I would argue that Tyrod Taylor is a much better runner than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I would, too. I would like to bet $50, Josh, on the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> I thought Browns. he was about to go really strong. I was like, wow, okay. I would like to go $50 on the Cleveland Browns. Lefko spread his money out this week. I am a firm believer. He's got some big ones coming, though. I think that Cleveland might win this game. Mm. I think that the Saints and the Chargers, your two possible Super Bowl picks, I could see them losing to Cleveland and Buffalo, which is a wild thing to say. Right. But the disrespect to Cleveland, that they're eight-and-a-half-point dogs, that they're still Cleveland, I know their offense wasn't good. Yeah. But the same way I feel about the Steelers being underrated because they played in a monsoon, that's how I feel about Cleveland, too. Okay. I look at the Saints' defense, and I go, oh, they're just going to turn it on? Right. Like, they're, like they let up 48 points. They're just going to turn it on next week. No, they will not. No, they will not. And I think Cleveland has a pretty good offensive line. Yeah. I worry about that rookie left tackle that they're playing, or right tackle, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But overall, I so think... So you think Cleveland's going to win? I think they could. Okay. But I think in my pool, I'm probably going to pick the Saints. Yeah. But I think they're definitely going to cover. Yeah, I do too. I just think the Saints are notoriously slow starters. Yeah. It's another team that they might overlook. And Miles Garrett 
is going to be in Drew Brees' face. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, Cleveland's a hard, it's a hard gauge because of the game last week. They should have lost by 14 points last week. Moving on to the 4 o'clock right, games yeah. here, guys. I just don't, you know. So you think I'm a little crazy on that one? Well, to win the game, I do, yes. I, I'm with you. I bet more money for them to cover the spread. 4 o'clock game here, Detroit at San Francisco. Lions on, coming Cleveland. off a Monday night football <laughs> loss on the short week to the Jets. San Francisco uh, lost week 1, 24-16 against the Vikings. Line for this game is the 49ers minus 6. All right, I'm going to go first on this one. Uh, things that I really like and the reason I will be putting my money on the 49ers. Straight up in the last 12 games on the road against the Niners. What do you think the Lions' record is in the last 12? Uh, on the road against the 49ers? I'm going to say 2-10. and 0-12. Oh, and Whoa. And they lose by an average margin of nearly 14 points. Holy crap. Uh, the Lions are 8-21 and 21 in their last 29 road games in September. They're 2-13 and 13 straight up in their past 15 games on the West Coast. And they played on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Josh, I'd like to bet $150 on the Niners minus six. Sims? Yeah, I mean, Matt Stafford doesn't look like he's going to be 100%. Ezekiel Anza's banged up. Uh, is Sean Robinson going to dress? There's multiple reports of the team hating their coach. No doubt about now it. Now he's got to get him spurred up on a short week. I think there's definitely – that's a real report. That's not just like hearsay. I think there's a lot of people in Detroit that don't like Matt Patricia right now. Um, I think that San Francisco could have easily won that football game last exactly. week in Minnesota. Exactly. And now it's going to be a team that's going to go, man, we messed that up. Kyle and Jimmy G are going to be on a mission to – shit on whoever's in their way a hundred percent and i am going to josh i would like to place a hundred dollars on the san francisco 49ers that feels like that should be a left go i think so I, I i would say so yes i mean what's the fear matt stafford goes off that's it but i i don't know if that's going to happen this year because i don't think they're playing through matt stafford i think that's one of the problems with matt stafford right now they're also doing the same thing that was the problem with the eagles offense in the beginning of the year last year where every time they put Legarrette blunt out there the yeah. team knew that they were running run right and so for an offense it completely throws everything yeah. off yeah they're they're trying to be this like carry early johnson, 2000s new england offensive team and they're not built to be that carry on johnson's not the guy yet no He's not there yet. No. So I, well, really I don't s- even know if he fits that run scheme, what they're trying to do. on Johnson's like a Le'Veon Bell. You need to give him the zone scheme. That's what Pittsburgh does. And then he picks the hole. They're trying to do pulling guards, man-to-man blocking, yeah. hit the hole hard. That's so not his I, style. What am I worried about here? I don't know. You're right. I'm just, I, I worry about Matt Stafford. I think you're good. I mean, if, if I was going to go a left-co lock, I think that would be one of mine too. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. It's one of the yeah. ones I have the most money on. Uh, let's see. What, what's their situation? It doesn't really matter. I was going to say, what's their injury update with their offensive line, the 49ers? That's the they're, only- they're questionable. Right. They're Person questionable. and Garnett. And Garnett. To- toe injury for Garnett, I believe. Okay. Damn. All right. But it, it doesn't change. It's just not like that defensive line. I'm just saying, like, they the were able to really battle with the Vikings and have multiple drives and inside yeah. the five Kyle's, with turnovers. He can hide and now the offensive line. Now he just, watched, he just watched Detroit on tape not cover the middle of the field. Right. Like, oh, you're not going to cover the middle of the field against a Kyle Shanahan offense? Yeah. Pierre Garçon, George Kittle, mm-hmm. light me up. Next 4 o'clock game, Cardinals in Los Angeles to take on the Rams. Spread for this game is Rams minus 13. Rams minus 13. All right, I'm going to go first. Yeah. Um, 
I look at this and I think what people need to realize are, is that the home field advantage for LA is not that good. Against the spread since 2016, since returning to the Coliseum, the Rams are 4-10-1. The Cardinals are 8-1 in their last nine games against the division rival on the road. The Cardinals are 4-1 against the spread, their last five games on the road against the Rams. The Rams straight up. Three and nine in their last 12 games in week two. Mm. It is a short week for the Rams. I want to say, though, the Rams, they beat no one worse than the Cardinals last year, beating them in those two games by a combined score of 65 to 16. I thought that Alex Smith and Washington protect the ball perfectly. They milked the clock in the first half, but I thought Arizona came back in the second half, and I thought their offense was pretty darn good against Mm -hmm. that Washington team. I know the Rams are special. I know they're good, but this is what I thought. I thought they were going to blow away the Seahawks last year early on, and the Seahawks beat them like nine to three or that was two years ago it's a short week for the rams last year i am going to go arizona to cover the 13 but i'm only putting ten dollars on it josh oh it's a cute one yeah it's a cute little 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 cardinal oh he's so cute plus 13 so i'm doing i'm taking the 13 points there but for ten dollars i just think that there's something about the rams at home against divisional teams that weird i I mean yeah you're there is no home field advantage um, I think I just look at the Cardinals offense, which has a better O-line this year. I mean, they're not like devastated there. I just have no faith in the scheme. I really don't. That's what bothers me a whole lot. And then when you have a scheme with no weapons that really scare you on the outside, like the Kirk kid's a good player, don't get me wrong, but he needs other people. So to- does Larry. Exactly. They're really a slot receivers. They, All of them. They are. So that scares me against this group. I agree. Okay. Then... I flip over on the other side I of the ball. I know I'm being crazy. It's not crazy. I, I mean, mean 13 take, points is a lot in the NFL. A, especially in week two. It's a lot. Um, you know, hey, the Rams, you, you, you know, this is still, you're, they're going, they're watching Carolina Panther film, right? Hmm. That's what people got to realize. He's watching last week's Arizona game against the Redskins, and he's going to watch Carolina from last year because that's where Steve Wilk came from. So that's always a little weird, too. Um, but, I mean, it's the master game planner against a defensive coach who's a good defensive coach but doesn't blow you away with creativity. It's more about just being yeah. sound, doing your job. I mean, I think Gurley could have 150 rushing That's yards. That's what I, I think, too. So, Josh, at the end of the day, uh, I would like to place a $100 bet on the Los Angeles Rams. I just can't back the Cardinals yet. I just really can't. Uh, and I don't even think the Rams played, Meh. Where are you, little Cardinal? I'm going to fucking run you over. Uh, but... The, the, I'm going to pick your eyes out, Rams. I, I, I don't even think the Rams played their best game last week, and they still won by 20. Yeah. So that's where I look at it like they struggled, and then once they got going, and I think I think they're a talented football team. I don't think the Cardinals oh, keep this close. I just, for me, it's I think more, they keep it close for a while, and they just get run out. As you can tell, I am picking a chaos week two. I just think a lot of the teams, uh, it's just like you're for, going with human, um, like human yes, elements a lot, human I get let it. down right. and stuff like That's that. A, it's a part of it. Arizona, I feel like they're they're gonna they're gonna be super pissed, and they're going to a division rival where they've had success before. Um, and I also think that I look at Goff and I go, man, I can see Pat Pete picking him off and taking. Taking it to the house, yep. and if if one of those things happens, mm-hmm. now the Rams got to beat them by twenty. You know what I mean? Like thirteen, yeah. such a big number that like if the Cardinals start off with a David Johnson touchdown, now you got to outscore me by twenty the rest of the way. Damn, my wife is sending me a picture. Like they have a kitten, and she goes, "He needs a home." Like, it's why just, are they near a kitten? 
I, they went to a shelter. It's Why just, did they go to the shelter? I don't know. Get another cat. Why not? You got the whole animal kingdom there. What's did one I more cat? Did I tell you one of my cats left? Who left? Nevis? Deuce. Deuce left. Deuce said Deuce because and rolled Nevis, out. Nevis drove him out of the house. He looked back and said, you got worse picks than left go. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> damn. Tell your wife no. Shit. I, I said that the last time. They brought the damn cat home. Eh, get a cat. Who Gosh, cares? Damn. Okay. I don't know what the hell. All right. Go Todd, Ger- speaking of the Rams, Todd Gurley loves cats more than dogs. Oh, me too. Moving on. Cats are the greatest animals on the planet. Greatest animals on the planet. Your cats are cool. I don't normally Ever? like cats. Oh, there's a cat. <laughs> Meow. I like you. All right. Before we go, do the Nevis. So you have a cat that came from the island of Nevis. It's got a weird purr. Right. And you do it really well. And he's psycho. I mean, he's got one eye because he got his face broken by hitting by a car. Uh, but you can talk to him. I mean, my little girl can or really can talk, talk to, to him. him. Yeah. And that is Chris Sims doing an impersonation of his cat Nevis. And then I have Rome. And then I have Rome. Rome's really cool. She's like, she tries to talk to you. She's that, really smart. That sounds like Blue's Clues. She, she she tries to talk. It's really amazing. Cats are the greatest animals on the planet. You guys good? Yeah, good. Let's move on. Cool. Speaking of cats, oh! four twenty-five. <laughs> A rematch of last year's AFC Championship game. The New England Patriots on the road in Jacksonville visiting the Jaguars. Line for this game is New England minus 1.5. Right, let's Sims. get the deep Sims breakdown on this one. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Um, okay. Hey, Jacksonville, we know they're super talented. We know what they can do on that defensive side of the football. What always scares me when anybody plays New England Patriots? When you play the same scheme too much... They're just magicians. I mean, hey, Tom Brady threw for, what, 400 yards against the Seattle Seahawks defense in their prime in 2014? Same exact defense. This Jaguars defense might be more talented than that Seattle defense. I'm not going to deny that. But this is four years later where there's just more inventory on this scheme altogether. That scares me in this matchup. Added to the fact that I think the Patriots' O-line is pretty damn good. They ain't going to run over a big brown on the left side. The guard center plays pretty damn good. And they can run the ball and keep you honest. And yes, there's no huge weapons in the pass game that necessarily scare you other than Gronk. And they might go, oh, that's what I wanted to get into. You want to talk about Jalen Ramsey? Oh, he might cover Gronkowski. You're right. That's right. Oh, and he might slow him down, certainly. But damn, you have to use your best corner on a 270-pound 6'7 tight end. And what happens is, oh, Danny Amendola goes off in the AFC Championship game. The ripple effect is what kills you when you have to do this. So, of course, New England's offense and McDaniels are amazing, and it's Brady, and he's awesome, and he can dissect you. Then let's flip it over real quick. New England's defense is more equipped to handle Jacksonville Jaguars this year than they were in the AFC Championship game. The front seven is bigger and more physical. They are not going to have to commit the resources to stopping Leonard Fournette, who doesn't sound like he's going to be 100% or play at all, but they're not going to have to be as worried about being bullied by that Jaguar D-line. New England's healthy up front. Guys like Danny Sheldon, Lawrence Guy, Hightower, Jawan Bentley at middle linebacker, they will not be bullied by this Jacksonville offensive line. When they don't have to commit more resources to stopping that run, they then can Billy Ball game, can be Billy Brainiac and come up with a lot of different ways to mess with you. Like my Billy's. Billy Ball game, Billy Bargain, and Billy Brainiac. Yes. Now he can come up with a lot of different ways to take away the screens from Brute Blake Bortles. 
the bootlegs from Blake Bortles, which is hard to defend when you're getting your ass whooped in the run game, which I don't think happens. So because of that, Josh, I would like to place $100 on the New England Patriots. Hey, I'm from Boston over here, okay? That's great. I got another nickname for you. Billy's about to get his ass beat. I'd like to bet $10 on Jacksonville. (laughs) Oh, he goes strong. Left go, big tough guy. Uh, It's going to be a little rainy. It's going to be 96 degrees. I love the Patriots when they have to go down to Miami. They always seem to lose those games. Everything you're saying makes sense. In fact... Every gambling piece of advice, the Patriots are the greatest road favorite, like, ever. Right. Like, it's it's insane. When they're a favorite on the road, they always win. I just can't get out of my mind all of the little pluses they got against the Texans last week that I'm hoping they don't get this week. Yeah, I hear you. The fumble on the first play. Right. The, 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 the way they beat out the NFL to get that touchdown at the end before the challenge the came Gronkowski in. The Gronkowski thing. I look at the Jaguars. Deshaun Watson throwing a stupid interception. So upset that they lost in the AFC Championship game. I think for the first time in a long time, that place is going to be juiced. Yeah. I like the home dog. I think Jacksonville. Uh, all the things you said about scheme. If there's one team that might be too good for other people's schemes, it might be Jacksonville. No doubt about that. Do I really believe that the Jack? Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna, I think that Jacksonville, I might be 0 2 picking Jacksonville games this year, but I just think they're going to be emotional. I think they're going to go in there, and I think, I think Brady might get popped a few times. At least I'm going to say this mm-hmm. I'm hoping Brady gets popped a few times. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like Brady, I'm just tired of clean sheet Brady. Yeah, I just am. And I'm hoping that some people figure out that the Patriots only do three-step drops and get it out right away, and the Jaguars can be all over it, right. and they're not afraid of getting beat deep. Right. It's Chris never Hull- really three-step drops. I know. I know, but they have a quick passing game. They have smart ways to dissect you short. And if there's short. one team that right. has multiple guys that can guard Gronk, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm just not forgetting that they were beating the Patriots by 10 points with eight minutes left, and they had the ball, and Miles Jack wasn't down. And I just think it's an emotional thing, and I think they're going to go out there, and I, I think they're going to punch him in the mouth. Cool. I, I can't really wait. hope so. I can't wait for that game. Lefko today has been oh, Sims-esque like, on, the, holy on the I've never seen him go so it's hard. It's emotion. It's like he's, he's going to bre- break his own damn fingers here in a second. It means I really You're think predicting a chaotic week. I'm going to go like 4-12 and 12 this week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that I'm tied for the lead? Remember that? There's on that the Pick website. Watch website. Pick Watch. I'm tied for the lead with like Bill Cower, which makes me not feel good about my picks. <laughs> oh, that's good. What, like picking against the spread? Or There's a like, website that tracks all the NFL analysts across the country and how the most incredible games. thing is not my record it's the fact that i'm now being watched by the pick watch website because remember that year i started off 15 and one in week one yeah and i was furious that i wasn't on there and then i had to realize that you were the people you were the reason that people listened to the show yeah i'm on the pick hey, watch welcome to the big league. Finally the, made it. the downward the i'm scared for the downward spiral over the next two weeks if oh, he, I'm gonna if come he in falls no, off the wagon that's why he's gonna be like take me off that I'm website done. i'm done why did they put me on there no that, more left go locks that's why i'm honestly saying i'm gonna come back four and twelve i'm way too confident. i really hope so all right next 425 game <laughs> by the here. way do you like my shirt i do my terrell owens posing on the star i bought this from terrell owens website good for you and he said thanks man thanks man it's a good dm thanks all for right. coming terrell 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 right 425, the Oakland Raiders visiting the Denver Broncos. Spread for this game, Denver minus 5.5. 
I'm going to go first. Please uh, do. This is one of my big bets of the week. <laughs> first thought I wrote down, I like Denver. Then I went in. The last six times that Raiders have played in Denver, Denver has not only won, they've also covered the spread. I told you the record. First two weeks of the year, if they play in Denver, what's their record? 32-3. and three. They did it last week. They're going to do it again. Raiders in their last six games. Oh, the Broncos are 12-0 and 0 in their last 12 home games in September. Oakland is going out there and signing Martavis Bryant, defensive linemen, who are probably not in the same game shape as they should be. No, Clinton McDonald and... um, Clinton McDonald and... and, uh, Who the hell was the other one they signed? Uh, The big one, Jonathan Hankins. Jonathan Hankins, right. They're probably not in game shape. Definitely. Don't worry. You have to go to Denver in high altitude and run. Case Keenum looked good last week. It's a short week for an older team playing in Denver, and they're tired, and you know Denver is going to get up. And what's the one weakness of the uh, Oakland offensive line? Tackles. The tackles. Von Miller. The only thing I'm afraid of is the Raiders' interior line pushing the crap out of Denver and Marshawn Lynch getting a 14-0 lead. I don't think you got to worry about that. Good. I'm going, Josh, $300 on Denver, minus five and a half. Oh, that's the big one. Damn, you're going to make me root for John Gruden hard. How dare thy. Do you agree with what I'm saying? I do agree. I'm betting $100, Josh, on the Denver Broncos. And that is a left goal. Mark it down. Um... Yeah, before I, you say like agreeing with me, yeah. what are the things that scare that should scare me for making that bet? That I don't think it was as bad as it looked last week for the Oakland Raiders. No, of course you not. You know, I mean, just think about this: they had the ball ten to seven on the nineteen yard line yes. going into score, and he threw it to an open receiver, and it should have been a touchdown. But it was at home. I know. I, I get know. you. I know. I'm I'm with you. So don't fight okay, me sorry, when I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. sitting there agreeing with you. Uh, those are just the things. I, that's literally, sc- I literally asked you what should scare me. I know, me. and then I tell him, and he's like, right, how so, dare you tell me well, that? So keep telling me the scary stuff. Uh, that, that does scare me. You know, the run game thing to a degree, but not really. Denver's big in the middle. They got enough they? big guys. Because I remember in the preseason, you were like, I don't know what they are. and Yeah, well, their, their, their defense, yeah, I wasn't sure exactly what they are. I'm not worried about their personnel up front, though. That's okay. okay. I mean, they got the Pecos, the Gotsis, uh, my man Walker from uh, Florida State last Walker. year, right? Shelby Harris is impressive. Zach Kerr. So when they want to play big boy football, they can do that. Also, what you said about the pass rushers. I mean, Shane Ray looked good. Von Miller looked like the superstar that signed a $100 million contract. Von is like my favorite friend. Yeah, Chubb is, again, maybe not living up to the billing right now, but certainly a really good, strong, quality outside linebacker, defense end slash type, okay? I look at that. I wasn't overly overly impressed with the Oakland Raiders' offensive game plan or just their, their overall scheme. And I think this is the big thing that I think is getting lost in the shuffle. Um, the best offensive coordinator the Oakland Raiders have had the last 10 Ooh. years is the offensive coordinator for the Denver Broncos. Revenge coordinator game. Right. Like Bill Musgrave because he's a nice guy and he's quiet. Bill Musgrave is the reason no Derek Carr was up for the MVP. Exactly right. He's one of those guys that he doesn't play the political game. He doesn't try to get his face out there. It's my Minuski theory against the Colts. I and love people, it. People like, don't give him credit. Yes. Their offense... 
He is Bill Musgrave. I'm not telling you he's McDaniels, Shanahan, McVay, Sean Payton, but he's that next group of Jay guys. Jay Gruden. Yeah, I would even say he's above Jay Gruden. Ooh. I would, yes. he's He has got everything in his offense along Andy with – Andy Reid. Right. It would be in that class of guys. Exactly That's right. That's a good class. It is a good class. No doubt about it. So I think when I look at it from that aspect, and Case Keenum threw some dumb interceptions last week, I think he'll learn from them. Yes. And, like – Again, the Raiders secondary, are we scared of something there? No, I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to pop off again. The D-line thing is a concern, but I don't know if Denver's run game is quite good enough to really abuse it the way it should be. I don't think they can. But, but Phil still, Lindsay. It's, exactly. But still, they're the better team, and I'm with you with the Broncos. Um, five and a half is not too much. I don't think so. No, and no. I also think this. We went back and watched the punts from Michael Dixon. Holy crap. From the Seahawks against the Broncos. And when you realize that he was – guys, we're not even kidding. I mean, he's punting from his own 15, and he's putting it out of bounds on the 5. Like, that's unreal. And so when you realize that the he's Broncos were, were doing that, and, and that's not going to happen against the Raiders. No. Marquette King is punting for the Broncos oh, against funny. his former team. Right. Very excited for when he points over at the sideline and calls out Gruden at the during the game. That's funny. Sunday Night Football, NFC matchup, NFC East matchup in Dallas. Uh, Giants at Cowboys. Line for this game, Dallas minus three. Go Sims, for you it, go Sims. first? Okay, sure. Um, Dallas scares me. The offensive line, lack, lack of, I mean, the, the offensive lack of creativity is scary to me. Okay, I think that's the first thing I look at. I do think the offense will be better this week because I think, like, the Jones family has already told us they'd like to run Dak more. You're yeah. going to see quarterback design runs. And Thanks for home. letting us know the game plan, Je- Jones family. <laughs> I know. So dumb. Man. I mean, so that's one thing I look at. Okay. I do think that's going to help out Ezekiel Elliott and his run game. I don't think that they're going to be able to blow the Giants off the ball in any capacity because the Giants are really big up front. But I still do think this is a very good offensive line, and they should be able to run the ball if they have a little schematical help to keep the Giants honest. But, again, the same problem is Eli Apple, Jenkins, they're going to be able to cover anybody on the field for the Dallas Cowboys. That's concerning. And then I look at the other side of the ball and go, man, the Giants' O-line was shaky against the Jaguars last week. It's going to be a blessing in disguise this week. Dallas's D-line is the real deal Holyfield. Yes, but but they're not know. the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they're a little banged up. They are a little banged up. Two concussions. So I think in the fact that the Giants got to see a team like Jacksonville last week, yes. it's only going to help them to go, wait, okay, they're, this guy group's good, but they're not Jacksonville, and we got our feet underneath them. And I do think Shermer will come up with enough of a creative plan to get Odell, Saquon the ball, all of that. So, Josh, I would like to place a $100 bet on the New York football Giants. There were two lines that when I saw, I went, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. One was Atlanta being favored by six after just lost in Keanu Neal and Deion Jones. The other was Dallas being favored in this game by three. I was worried that after playing on national television last week against the Panthers that this line would swing the other way. People seem to forget that the Giants played the Jaguars and the Jaguars are one of the most talented team in the NFL. It's amazing how many people have forgotten that. I don't It's, it's crazy. The Cowboys are 8 and 17 against the spread in their last 25 as a home favorite. I believe they're going to be 8 and 18. Josh, I'd like to bet $300 on the New York Giants. There's the big one. Simple for this reason. I'm going to get a big Saquon play. I'm going to get a big Odell play. You're telling me that Carol that that the Cowboys are going to be able to to march down and score 21 points. The Giants are so thrilled that Dak is going to run. 
And that Zeke's going to run. Because that's a part of their defense. That's great. Leonard Fournette couldn't get it going. I don't think Zeke's going to get it going. The Jacksonville offensive line currently is better than the Cowboys' offensive line. There's no receiver that I think they're going to... I could see Janoris Jenkins getting another surprise pick. Eli's going to have more time in the pocket. I think that Shermer is a better coach than all of the coaches on the Cowboys currently right now. I like Jason Garrett, but they're up against it. Mm-hmm. There's so much pressure on the Cowboys to get it working right. The Giants are pissed. The Cowboys are nervous. It's different. It's different. I think that the Giants are going to... Jason Garrett's coaching for his job. Shermer's coaching to put you into the ground. Yeah. I look at the Giants, and I think they're severely underrated right now. I think people still think the Jaguars stink probably because they think Blake Bortles stinks. But I look at this game and I go, I think the Giants win this game by double digits. I really do. I think that in the beginning of the game, I think Dak has like a rushing touchdown and maybe the Cowboys jump out to an early lead. I really do. But I don't like their kicker. I don't like most of their team. I don't like this new guard, Connor Williams, just yet. I think it's really early. I don't know if Olivier Vernon plays. Mm -hmm. And if he does, I'd like the Giants even more. I just look at the Giants and I go, I think they're the better football team. I really do. I think they are too. Yeah. I get you. What do you think about them as a left go lock? I, I, it's a little scary. I am only scared because of one reason. Zeke. No. Eli Manning. Exactly. Mm. I mean, if he gets he hit He is a few, the worst quarterback. I mean, if he gets hit a few times and starts to have people around him, just like we saw last week, it scares me from that. So that's where oh, my only flaw would be that. That we saw Nate Solder, Will Hernandez, and Eric Flowers play like they did last week, and now Eli gets the snap and he likes to, he'll look at the rush for a second, and then he misses what he needs to throw downfield. But that's my only concern, and so I, my, I, I agree with everything. So but. my two biggest bets. Yeah, let me know what you think. Yeah, I took. It, this is why I was laughing earlier about being afraid of divisional matchups. There were divisional matchups I put the most money on, but Giants at Dallas right. getting three. And we, I know we have a Monday night and guaranteed to lose, and guaranteed to lose. And Denver at home hosting Oakland. Do you like the? Do you? Were you thinking about putting more money on those games? Because you did agree with me. Yeah, uh, I think I was with you with Denver. You're not that with me. With I'm New- just scared of the Giants. I don't know because Dallas is just in Dallas. They're such an energy team. It just scares me. I think I the just, Giants are going to win the football game. Don't get me wrong. For me, it came down to playmakers. Yeah, and, I think that's a fair thing. And and. The thing is, is Odell looked amazing, yes. and Saquon looked. They're amazing. They're only going to look better. They're exactly. They're only going to look better Zeke. because they're going to be more in shape. You got to remember, like guys like Saquon and Odell didn't do shit all preseason, so they're actually going to be in better well, football so shape and everything. But I looked at Zeke, yeah. and Zeke looks slower. I, I would agree. Zeke did look a step slow to me, and and so I think the Giants like I could see Landon Collins everywhere. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Last game of the week here: Monday Night Football, Seattle on the road in Chicago. This game, the Bears are I can't a believe three we point. The Cowboys to win the East. God the Bears damn. are a three point favorite on Monday Night Football. Yeah, we fucked that up. Yeah, let me actually before we get to that, I want to read this text from my dad this morning. Bruce, Bruce. Uh, I said the cow. I said I think the Giants are going to beat the Cowboys. He goes, I agree. The Cowboys could come in last place in the East. And I jokingly texted him, "Can't believe you convinced me to pick them." And he goes, "You committed a violation. I hope you learn from this and never repeat it." And I laughed. He goes, "Mom and I were discussing the adjustment of your inheritance." Due to this violation. <laughs> I love it. How much is Bruce worth? They're just going to leave him Jewish. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, all right, I'm going to go first here. Seattle, Chicago, Monday Night Football. Since 26. 26- My aunt wanted to make me the executor of her will at one point, Aunt Wendy, right? I love Aunt Wendy. And she walks great, into my dad's house and she's like, you know, I think I'm going to make Christopher the executor of my will. And my dad paused for a second. And uh, and then she then she goes, she goes, well, maybe I should make it for you and give you the first billing and, and let you be the executor. And I'll make Christopher the second, you know. And my dad paused for a second and he looked at her and he goes, how much you worth? I might throw your ass in the lake right now. <laughs> Uh, Feature of the swans right, out back. Right. Oh, dad. Yeah. What was the name of the bird? The hooper. The hooper. hooper. Oh. We were talking about it this morning. We couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. The hooper. Don't mess with the hooper. Holy crap. Since 2016, when the Bears are an underdog at home, their record against the spread, 8-1-1. One, one. They love being underdogs at home. Seattle, on the road, in their last 13 games against the spread, 4-7-2. and two. Mm. I could not believe burp? A little bit. Yeah. It was a baby burp. But I ate food. <laughs> I did too. I could not believe the Bears were not six-point favorites in this game. Okay. The fact that they're three, it's it's as if people forgot the first half. All we're talking about is how bad Mitchell Trubisky was and the defense letting up those points to Rodgers. Yeah. But if you look at is your that first... Is saying? Everybody you, thinks Trubisky was bad? Uh, yes. Gosh. If you look back at the first half, Nagy's offense was incredible and the defense was great. The Seattle Seahawks offensive line, that right tackle going up against Khalil Mack, Russell Wilson is going up against a better defense this week than he went up against last week. Yes. Not even close. I'm not going to say not even close, but I do think this defense is better. I'm willing to say not even close. Okay. I have $100... On the Bears, minus three. Josh, if you could put that in there for me. I'd like a... Thank you. One more time. Um, I just... I look at the Bears, and I think that they're... I think they're a team that's going to be super motivated, especially after what happened last week. Yep. I think that crowd's going to be super pumped. They will be. And this is... Russell Wilson's great, but he's... We say that Rodgers does it by himself. Russell's really doing it by he's himself. got to do a lot by himself. And... Doug Baldwin's out. I like Tyler Lockett as a three. Right. Not a great fan of him as a one. Yeah, I hear you. So I'm going Bears, $100. We okay. got Sims. All right. So, um, okay, first thing is, like you said, this Bears defense, uh, it, it is better than the Broncos. I'm not going to say it's significantly better. Uh, I think it's a more creative scheme, yes. too, though. So that's going to be more annoying for the Seattle Seahawks. I, wouldn't you say, though, that the interior guys for the Bears are oh, yes, more impressive? Definitely. definitely. The Akeem Hicks, right. the Eddie Goldman. And the edge, guys, have those. the edge guys as a total might be better, too. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I totally hear that. And the linebackers on right. Denver are better, now, too. Now, I don't know if they can play as well man-to-man as, like, Pac-Man and Chris secondary. Harris and Brad right. Roby, but still a good secondary. And Kendall Fuller... I always get which which one's on the Bears, Kendall or Kyle? Kyle is awesome. Um, so I look at that, and what we always talk about in Chicago, like Russell Wilson, magic time is going to be hard. It's the longest grass in the sport. They're going to make sure it's a little longer, so he yes, can't run around too. Absolutely right. Okay, so that scares me. Yes, that off. I like the Seahawks offense better than years past. Like I've told you, you like the scheme. The scheme is better. There was more creative things going on in that Denver Bronco game. They made some big plays. That tight end. Uh, uh, Disley or whatever, the yes. rookie, he's impressive. Okay. okay. Chris Carson does a good job. Rashad Penny's not ready for big time yet. He's not in shape because he missed too much time. Um, so I look at that. 
I do like the Seattle offense, like I said, but I don't know if there's enough there. The other side of the ball, Mitchell Trubisky played fine last week. Okay, yes. It's very hard when you're up by 20 to nothing. It wasn't just Mitchell Trubisky who became – he became conservative. He – and I want to go – did his coaches go – be careful, we're up by 20 and we have a great defense. Those are things that sometimes get said, and now the the quarterback becomes chicken shit because he's afraid to disappoint his head coach. And then he's got to turn it on all of a sudden. And also, Matt Nagy became conservative to go along with that. I don't think that happens this week. Green Bay, their second, their, uh, what, what do I want to say here? Wait, Green Bay secondary, or Green Bay's defense, right? Is much better than Seattle's defense. It is definitely. And the scheme is way more complex. Say your Shaquem Griffin thing. Shaquem Griffin is getting benched because he blew up. I mean, the Ryan Lindsay touchdown on the left sideline when he caught it, that was cover four. Shaquem Griffin was supposed to be out there. He stayed inside and took the bait on a receiver, and then it was free running. Shaquem, uh, he did not have a good game. He was a little bit of too much of the Tasmanian devil in this game and all over the place and not in the right place. So they are. It sounds like Philip they're going to bench him. Yeah, you so, just combined Philip Lindsay and Ryan Lindley. I think you're right. And then, so uh, that was my point there. That the Chicago offense, I think, is going to be better this week because Seattle's defense is not as talented as Green Bay. Let alone they play the same scheme almost the whole game. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that aspect of it, like Green Bay in the second half. Mike Pedden, they did some creative crap. Like where I was like, ooh, good job passing off crossers. And they were all over it. Very, so I look at it that way. It's going to frustrate Seattle even more. Chicago is very loud. Like you said, they are going to be pumped. Khalil Mack is in town. They're so excited. Monday night football. They should have won last week. Josh, I'd like to bet $100 on the Bears. There it is. All right. So our our late 4, four o'clock game, Sunday night game, Monday night game, we we both went Denver, right. Giants, Chicago. Right. Do you want to go over our big disagreements? Yeah. So the big disagreements from this week, first one was uh, Colts at Redskins. Sims, you went with the Colts. Lefko, you went with the Redskins. Each minus $100. Six. Uh, moving down the line here, Miami at the Jets. Sims, you went Miami plus three. Lefko, you went with the Jets there. I only did $10. Uh, yep. Disagreed on Vikings-Packers. Sims, Going with the Vikings, Lefko going with the Packers in a pick'em. I also went Bills, and you went Chargers. Yeah. I'm a sicko. You are. You did pick that uh, into the afternoon game. If I get it right, though, it should be worth five. Oh, I see. I mean, I'll let you have. Bill. What did you bet on it? Ten dollars. I'll let you have twenty if you get that right. Now, let me mark that down for That's the record a, here. I get, wow. I'll give you for so just having the guts to do that. Thanks, bro. All, All right. of a sudden, Sims is the house here, giving out money left and right. <laughs> uh, Arizona at the Rams. Sims going with the Rams minus thirteen. Lefko taking the Cardinals there. I'm picking all dogs. And then uh, last disagreement here. Patriots, Jaguars, Sims going with the Patriots, Lefko going with the Jaguars, plus one and a half. Uh, let me go over my quick Lefko locks before guaranteed you got to lose. Pick? No, can I go take a pee and can we cut for a second? Yeah, so we'll come back and guarantee to lose. lose. Yeah. Okay. Lefko's locks. Oh, you want me to do it right now? Yeah, do it right now. Pay. Yeah. Are you cool? So what do you think about this? I'm thinking, I think I'm definitely going to do Pittsburgh just because I really like Pittsburgh. That might be one I go on a limb by myself yep, there. Okay. Uh, San Francisco. Denver over Oakland. So San Francisco over Detroit, Denver over Oakland, Pittsburgh over Kansas City, and I'm thinking Houston over Tennessee. Hmm. I, I like all of those. Is there anyone, though, that I'm not saying that it's a little bit more of a lock? Like, I like Washington Indy, but Andrew Luck scares me. I like, I don't get as much scared from Mariota. Mm-hmm. I don't. Patrick Mahomes is a little scary. I know, but I see your logic there. I mean, 
I think if you got to pick locks, I think you're on the right track. Because uh, the only other ones, I'm not going to do Green Bay. I'm not going to do Buffalo. I'm not going to make Cleveland a lock. I'm right. not going to do any. The only other one would be Giants. Giants. The only one would be Giants over Kansas City or Pitt. What do you think? Giants over Kansas What's City. What's more of a lock? Pitt by four? I would trust Pitt more. I yeah, agree. They're I a trust. better football team. Yeah, I don't. That, they, they're not going to cover Pittsburgh. All right. And I'm not going to trust a rookie, even though he's that special, to have to keep pace in That's this first road point. game. Right. Okay, dope. All right, go take a pee. All right, Sims is back from taking a pee-pee, and it's time for a little GT, a little GTL. Guaranteed to lose. Sims, you took a beating on social media last week because just like Lefko's locks, when people see the word guarantee, they think that it's going to happen. Right. And they don't realize that it's hard. You went 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. You got the Bills right. You got the uh, Niners right. You got a tie with the Browns. You got the Chiefs and Buccaneers wrong Ooh. it is now time for this week's everybody episode. had the buccaneers winning huh oh. everybody yeah people suck i know guaranteed to lose sims where are we start okay hey we're starting in pittsburgh okay you know who's gonna lose sorry rookie quarterback patrick mahomes i love you lots but you are gonna lose in your first real road test against the pittsburgh steelers at hey. big ben roethlisberger picking the chiefs for the second straight week we'll see if it burns them we again will see. Oh, to lose. hey nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bills well there's no wagons to circle here you guys were horrible last week all the wagons left to you dirty diana sims says you're we're going to lose. Sorry, that's my mama. LA Chargers. Next one up. Guaranteed to lose. We're going to the Bayou. Oh, we're going to the Bayou because I said if you won a football game, I might take you off, but you still haven't won. yet. tied. So Cleveland, I don't believe, Lind, you will lose to the New Orleans Saints. See you oh, next week. they can make cars. They can't make victories. Where are we going next? Oh, hey, we're going out to the West Coast. San Francisco. Coal miners. They're, they're looking for gold and they found whoa, it's the Detroit Lions and they stink this is better than gold nothing gets us on a winning streak than this yes. sorry detroit looked like the worst team in football last week them or the bills i don't know but they're gonna lose to kyle shanahan and the san francisco 49ers Ooh, last one guaranteed to lose it's a little birdie that's getting a little squirty and oh. maybe a little hurty oh he's gonna be hurty because a ram's gonna run his ass over sorry arizona you're gonna lose you're not even in the same stratosphere of the los angeles rams i am the oracle therefore you shall listen to me after a two two and one week we'll see how sims does on week two of guaranteed to lose five and no, guarantee it. If you were uh, having someone in the office come up to you and said, I have a survivor pool, what's the best team to pick? Who would you tell them? I told Kenneth downstairs to pick Denver. I would tell him to take Arizona. No, you would pick the Rams. Oh, you pick the Rams. Yeah, I would pick the Rams. To beat Arizona. Yeah. Because he, he goes, he goes, I need not a good team. I need like a medium team. And I was like, I like Denver. Was he saving all the good teams? That's what he was trying yeah. to do. That'll happen. Yeah, that would be my pick. What do you think about Denver, though? Is that the right move to tell him? That's not. That's it's a little risky. It's a little risky. All right, that was our that was our betting show. Uh, I also want to give a special shout out to Old Takes Exposed. It is the Twitter account that calls out people when they get things wrong. Randomly Sunday morning, I said, "Screw that guy! I'm going to tweet at him." Ends up, he's kind of a cool guy, and now he is making four picks every Sunday against me. I went three and one last week. He went one and three. Oh, so Sims and Lefko fandom, make sure you 
Give old takes exposed to take some old takes You exposed. got exposed by Lepco Locks. How you like them apples? Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> uh, all right, we will be on social media all day Sunday during the game. So if you follow Sims and Lefko at Adam Lefko, uh, we're going to be on there with gifts, with memes, uh, kind of giving our takes. Maybe if, a selfie from Sims. Yeah, if Sims texts us, unlikely. if Sims texts us some of his takes, we might throw them on there too. That's fine. But definitely follow us on we're social. We're together again right uh, we're doing we slack uh and then if you're not subscribed to the podcast but you're listening to us subscribe get your friends to subscribe and again check out the youtube show sims and Lefko. we think it's pretty good and check out the big brain on sean mcveigh for yeah. sims peace out homies fedrick would say good evening and the l-e-f-k-o-e Man says, holla, 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 holla. I still get a crack that Sims laughs when Fentrick says good evening. Uh, Talk to you guys later. 85 episodes. Good luck on your bets.